Episode 162 Above Ground Podcast, The Heart of Nippertown with Jim Gilbert. Disclaimer, the hosts of this podcast, Timothy Patrick and Will Foley, are by no means medical professionals. However, having lived experience with mental illness themselves, they have gained useful perspectives on common mental health issues that some of us struggle to overcome on a daily basis. By sharing their stories, they hope to create connection. By creating connection, they hope to help you find your purpose. And through purpose, we can all begin to build the foundation for positive mental health. This is Above Ground Podcast. Coming at you live with real conversations about mental health from the peer perspective, it's time for Above Ground Podcast. Now your hosts, TPP and Will Foley. This episode is brought to you by Nipperfest. Nippertown is bringing you some of the best music from the capital region and calling it Nipperfest. Nipperfest is a local music festival and it's happening on Saturday, July 23rd at the Music Haven, Central Parks, connected in New York. Local food, local craft beer. Did I mention it's free? July 23rd it's happening, so bring down the family, stop at the Above Ground podcast table to say hi. P.S. This is kid and dog friendly. Ah, good morning, everyone. Welcome to Above Ground Podcast. Above Ground Podcast, because you can't serve below. What is up, TPP? It is July, baby, and we're getting close. July 23rd at the Schenectady Central Park Music Haven is the inaugural Nipper Fest, and we are joined, none other this morning, by the uh, co-owner and the mastermind behind Nipper Town, Mr. Jim Gilbert. Mr. Gilbert, it's so good to see you this morning, buddy. How are you? Great. How are you guys? Good. Doing good. Thanks for we're, being here. We're above ground, man. We're doing good. You know, yeah. we woke up. What a wonderful summer we're having um, in the yes. capital region. Absolutely. Great, great local music. Absolutely. Great local music. We've got an incredible arts. We just have an incredible scene here in 518 all the way around. And we, know, as everyone knows who follows Above Ground Podcast, this is a mental health podcast. And um, Jim... And Above Ground Podcast and Nipper Town have been working together now for over a year, and episodes come out every Wednesday. And Jim has been awesome to allow us the space and to do what we do. Uh, Laura, his his beautiful wife Laura D was on episode one forty two called Recipes. And Jim, uh, the reason I brought you on, besides the fact that this Saturday is Nipper Fest, and we will all be together on Saturday at the Music Haven, is that you actually have your own stuff going on in your in your own mind right oh yeah constantly i can't get out of my own mind <laughs> why don't you tell us a little bit about that I, I i can't get out of my own way so i am diagnosed with severe adhd um you know and all the stuff that goes with it you know as a kid i was i was the hyperactive child the kid who lived in the principal's office you know, straight A student, but couldn't get his homework done, couldn't finish. You know, I, I was just nobody knew what was going on. I wasn't actually diagnosed until I was in my 30s. Wow. That happens a lot. There's been a yeah. lot of adult diagnosed ADHD in recent years. So, um, yeah, you know, so I like everyone else, I have my cocktail. My cocktail in, includes a lot of Adderall and um it's funny, like if I don't take it, Laura knows because like I'm all over the road. I'm, you know, 
and be like, have you taken your meds? Um, Because Adderall is one of those things that goes in and out of your system fairly quickly. And for me, especially, Um, but it's, it's funny, you know, like I I joke around it. Like I could take a 30 and um, take a nap, you know, where I I need it to kind of level the playing field. You know, I also joke that ADD is my my superpower because I can juggle all these projects at once, you know. That was actually going to be my question before you even said it, is that, you know, it, it, it could actually be somewhat of a, I'll dare I say, positive thing, just because I know that you're, you know, obviously you run Nipper Town, so that it, within itself is busy, but you're also at like 99% of the, the local shows and, and taking pictures and writing, and you know. Not to oh. mention, you know, you're a husband and have your own, you know, family life. Yeah, I mean, we have five kids between us. I have three boys. Um, the youngest, which, the y- youngest one just graduated um, from high school. I have a full-time job. I'm I'm over at overit.com with, or over at media. Yeah, Dan Dinsmore. Know, yeah, man. Another great guy. Um, important to our local scene. But yeah, work, work, work. My mind doesn't shut off. But, you know, I, I do take the meds. And what happens is instead of 100 things going on in my head at one time, it narrows it down to like 10. And I can manage 10 things at once. But seriously, without the meds, I have 100 things going on in my head at any given time. And um, it's too much. I I want to know from your from your perspective, since you do have so many things going on and you are such a creative guy and stuff, how has your ADHD been a negative when it comes to your creativity and being able to release things? Completing projects, man. Because the beginning, I love diving into projects, getting them going, seeing them, how they're going to end. And then once I see the finish line, I lose my interest because it's like, all right, I did the hard part. I actually like the hard part. Um, I like going through the problems. I like diving in and in the struggle. Um, but then once it works, then that's when I kind of want to hand it off to somebody else. Like, okay, this problem's fixed. Now it's easy. I want to hand that off to somebody else and give me the next hard project. Give me the next complicated thing. That's a struggle, man, because I, I don't give myself any time for rest. You know, I don't, I, I tell other people all the time, you gotta, you gotta rest and you gotta sharpen your ax, you know, but I don't That's do it awesome. myself. You know, That's I, really cool. I don't well, do it myself. Well, we're good at giving it. We're good at doling out advice and not taking it. <laughs> Yeah, right. Like, <laughs> I think that's the, that's the reason why the pharmaceutical, you know, that's the reason why the pharmaceutical business exists. <laughs> uh, you know, I, I'm all about work life balance, work life balance for everyone else. But with me, I work and then I work and then I work and then. But I like what I do. I love my job over it. I love my job with Nipper Town. I love planning Nipper Fest. I it, it gives me my energy. It gives me, you know. That's very cool. That 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 definitely seems like a positive, you know. I think, you know, as long as you can kind of, you know, find some of that balance. And I think with the meds and, you know, I don't want to say, you know, I think 
you know, having Laura there too, it, like you, you had mentioned earlier, is a huge help. Will and I just talked, um, I think it was last week or so the week before, just recently an episode where, you know, to have somebody that's close to you like that, that can kind of not necessarily call you out, but say, hey, you know, you're, you're, you're a little bit different, you know, than you typically are, you know? So I think that's a, that's a huge um, it, bonus. It, it is, but, you know, I have to get better at spending time with Laura. Um, I love, I love hanging out with Laura. She's awesome. Um, but I tend to, when we are together, I tend to have a laptop open and I'm, I'm working and, you know, in hindsight, I did that a lot with my kids too. And now they're all grown. Um, so those, those are the side effects. Those are the negative side effects of, you know, ADD and workaholic and whatnot is, I, you know, I try to be something to everybody and I probably missed out on some of the important moments of family life, my kids' life and stuff because I was working or going to do a concert, you know, photographing a concert or just head down in a project, like have to get this website done, have to get this updated. Um, so there's, those are the negative effects, right? You know, up until my honeymoon, Laura and I got married. We had a honeymoon down in Tampa um, just a couple months ago. It was the first time that I didn't open up my laptop every day on vacation. Wow. Congratulations. And, That's a big step for you, though, man. That's... It, it, and, I, and I mean in over 10 years. Because before I had Nippertown, I, I also owned half of New York State Music. I was the back end, the computer side. And before that, I ran Upstate Live, Upstate Metal. Right. So I've been doing this for a long time. Right. And every vacation, I mean, I bring my laptop and every day I plan a couple hours of work. And, so, um, is that pretty. is is that because is there a reason that is the reason that you work so much? Is it is it because of the fact that you can't shut your brain off? Is it habitual or is it is there some is there some force that forces you to negatively see yourself that says, Oh my God, if I don't get this done, um, I'm a piece of shit or I mean, and I don't mean, and I don't mean it to be that no, vulgar, no. but it's it, just, it, it, we it's do, we do say that about ourselves. <laughs> uh, it, you nailed it. it. It's all three of those things. I don't want to let other people down. Right. So right. like Nippertown or any of the sites I've worked on, especially Nippertown, I, I reiterate it's, consistency so if people are used to three four articles a day good articles a day what nobody does that. you no. go anywhere nobody does what we do right but we've laid this consistency of three four five good articles a day on the local scene what's happening locally right and we're we're essentially a volunteer um volunteer organization but it's that I don't want to let anybody down. I don't want to have a day where there's only one or two articles. I don't want to have a day where we go dark. It's I don't want to disappoint anyone. And um, in doing so, you know, my standards, are, my standards are high. It's that consistency. If you're going to do something, you got to do it. Um, you know, my father used to say second place was the first loser. Right. You know, it was ingrained in me. If you're going to do something, do it right. And, um, and so that means while you're on vacation, you got to make sure it's done right. Now, 
I want to give a huge thanks to Mike Stampalia. Uh, Mike Stampalia came on Nippertown a little over a year ago, or over a year ago, maybe two years ago now. That's the other thing is I have no concept of time. Um, and that I, I didn't have any concept of time before COVID. And then oh, with so COVID, COVID probably just blew it right out of the water. <laughs> exacerbated it. But Mike Stampalia, he's come on. He does our daily tip, you know, our today's tips, top tips every day. So those best bets that go out every morning at 7 o'clock, Mike does those, and he does them every day. And um, he also does weekly announcements. Like, he follows every time somebody announces a new show. He collects all that, adds it to the calendar. He does all that. But then he's also stepped up to edit and write. I, I brought Mike on as a partner um, July July 1st because he gave me the ability to go four days on vacation without opening up a computer. I trust him. He, he has the same vision that I have. And he has that same consistency and that same drive. So I am so fortunate that we... I, we found each other, you know? Yeah. And I, so, and while we're on this topic, because obviously you do have high standards. So what I appreciate about you is that you've given us a chance to get this information out to more people and you've brought us in and I appreciate that very much. So thank you. Thank you for allowing us to be a part of uh, a part of Nipper town, man. Well, I, I thank you guys for what you do because we're in the scene. The three of us, we we're in the scene, right? I don't, we don't go a year without losing two, three, four friends to either suicide or suicide by drug overdose, right? Um, we have friends who abuse drugs and alcohol. We have friends who anxiety is a daily, you know, a daily struggle. Um, the music and art scene. I think everybody, but I'm going to say the music and art scene, we just have our fair share of mental health issues. And you guys give a forum where it's okay to talk about it, right? And thank you for that, because I grew up in in probably the waspiest house in the world. Um, we didn't talk about our issues. You got a feeling, you squash it, you, you, you work it out, you walk it off. You know, oh, you know, you know, if you're sad, oh, boo-hoo, you know, get over yourself, right? Um, that was our, that was my, that's how I was raised. And nobody talked about anything. And we so see guys, where that got us. <laughs> we see where that's well, gotten us. You know, I, I wonder if we talk too much about stuff now, too. I do but... think we do. I do think that happens sometimes. And I think that that does cause a sort of, and again, that's what happens with Dr. Google and everything else. We overdiagnose ourselves without actually having there's a lot of that's been a, the big talk lately, too, is about this self-diagnosis about these things without real criteria to say, well, do you really have depression or are you just kind of bummed out? Like there's a natural emotion that, you know, we get sad sometimes, but that doesn't mean you're clinically depressed. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I, I joke about it a lot. Like if something happens to my kids or whatever, the boy, you know, it's like, ah, so rub some dirt on it. Yeah. Or, <laughs> you, know, you know, walk it off. Um, but now seriously, there's a combination. We, we swing this pendulum too far one way or the other. And we're, we're not very good at keeping it in the right balance in the middle, right? But 
Yeah, we never talked about it growing up, but now I think we talk about it maybe a little too much. I don't know, but it feels good. I, it feels good to let people know, like, look, we're all struggling. Yep. Thank, thank you for yeah, thank you for that. And I, I, I think it's great what you just said with the pendulum because I say that with not just mental health, but I think with everything, it's it's oh. one extreme or the other. There's no like kind of middle ground it's just everyone has to be this extreme or this extreme or that extreme and it's like i, I don't know why we have to take it to those extremes we can't just it, find some balance <laughs> everybody has everybody's wearing their feelings on their sleeves and you know and it's like i don't know you know i um everybody wants a special case everybody it's it's stressful it's stressful. Um, it is stressful. I agree. I think I, and we have Will and I have talked about this, you know, on the air probably and off the air. And I, this is my own personal belief is I think that a lot of us want to be heard, want to be validated, want some recognition, or just have some kind of deficit in the self love category that kind of makes us crave some of that, you know. And it's not, and I'm not saying it as a negative thing. As humans, we crave some of that, you know. But if, if we take it too far, you know, it can it can be detrimental, not only to us, but to others. Yeah. And so where aren't we getting it? Are we just not getting it early on in age? Because, you know, kids these days, kids these days, but it's not <laughs> kids these days. It's parents these days. So it's our generation. It's everybody these days. It's, it's, it's our it's, generation that we see a kid and they're crying. So we hand them an iPad. We see a kid and they're annoying. They're asking, mommy, what's this? Daddy, what's this? Daddy, what's this? What, you know, daddy, can we do this? Oh, just go watch TV. You know, we push our generation, the adults, the, the parents, we use electronics as the babysitter. So we're perpetuating this issue. I don't know. Yeah. And it's, it, I, I have found myself in, in the years past, I've done that. Uh, I did it because it was me. Like, I, it's amazing what was ingrained that you thought was was comforting to you as a kid, but actually was a negative in in reality because you watch too much TV. Because I mean, again, I'm the MTV generation. Like, that's I spent most of my time in front of the TV. By the time like 1981, 82 rolled around, MTV was never off my TV when I had chance to watch it. And I used the TV as a babysitter, and I found yeah. myself doing the same thing. I, I grew up in Herkimer, and we didn't have MTV, so we had um, Friday night videos. And I'd have to stay up really late after the late shows on Friday night to watch an hour long of videos. And then on the public access channel that may not be there that week. <laughs> and then um, we got into roller skating, and because the roller rink would have videos, music videos, up on the screen. And I would just sit and watch the music videos. Um, I wasn't going there. I mean, I could roller skate and I'd do it all that. But I was really there to see the videos. And, um, yeah, I might have been obsessed with music at a very young age, I, I guess. But it, do you, did it provide you? Well, so how, so as a child and having ADHD, and how did you find the camera? Is the camera the first thing you found? Okay, this is fun. This is um. So I was in second grade, and again, I was a straight A student, right? Like, 
tested all the charts, um, academically tested, you know, pretty, pretty high. Um, but I was go, go, go. And I finished my homework, you know, first in the class or, you know, one of the first in the class, I finished my homework and then I get bored. So I would do stupid things. I was an obnoxious little kid. Right. And they'd send me to the principal's office, but it's like, you know, I have the grades. So back then they, they threw me into a computer, like an Apple two E or Apple junior or something, you know, like an old Apple. And I would get into that. And then I actually started our first um, school newspaper when I was in middle school. Middle school back then was fifth, sixth, and seventh grade. We had a weird system. But I started our first um, middle school newsletter, you know, printed. It was called the Foley Flash. And we did that on the Apple. These are all the things that they would let me do. You know, I kind of got out of class because the teachers were like, he's got all the grades. He knows the knowledge. So they let me out of class in seventh grade. I helped my shop teacher build a kit car, right, to keep me busy. Um, and then it was around, maybe it was around seventh or eighth grade that they were like, well, let's give them a camera. And that was film, of course. And then let's give them a dark room. And so I had access to cameras and photography and dark rooms up at Herkimer County Community College, Um it was great, man. Like, it was so weird because it was like, we don't know what to do with them. Give them this. The other thing I found was exercise. I found um, lifting weights. I found, I loved sports. I loved music. I So I would just do, 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 do all day long. But that's how I got into photography is, you know, some teacher didn't want to deal with me and like, give them a camera. You wow. Know? Thank goodness for that teacher, man. They did the same thing to computers. That's like, you know, here, put them in front of a computer. Eventually, I was the one who was teaching a lot of the stuff on the computers going through school. Um, I worked in computer labs. I worked on the Internet in college. Did all that because it kept me busy, kept my mind occupied. That's awesome. That's awesome. Now, so really because... a nerd. <laughs> You're really a nerd. It's all good, though, because it turned out to be great stuff. I mean, just think about all that stuff that, like, you've literally – this is what this is all about. It's all about the photography. It's all about the computer. It's all about the music. So it's – Yeah, they, they threw stuff at me that I ended up falling in love with, you know, and then here I am pushing 50 in a couple years, and I can still do all this stuff, you know? Absolutely. Absolutely. It's, it's amazing what – age has taught me about myself and just about resilience and about being able to do stuff. Cause I, I, you get so hung up on when you're 20 being turning 50 and I turned 50 this year and I, I was having a really hard struggling with it a bit when I first happened. And then I'm now I'm kind of relishing it actually. 30, 30 was the hard year for me, man. Was it? Oh, turning 30. I, I went and I bought a Jeep I went back and got my MBA, so I got my master's degree. I was going, I lost like a ton of weight. I um, I went through a really midlife crisis at 30, so. Well, it's better to get it out of the way. <laughs> that way you can concentrate on being, being chill at, at an older age. Um, we're here because of Nipper Fest. 
So why don't you tell everybody about Nipperfest that doesn't know about Nipperfest? And so Nipperfest is the Capital Region's largest and best. And I don't know if it's the best, but I think it is. But it's the largest free local music festival that I don't know if it might be the largest one day music festival we've ever had for all local bands, all local original bands. Um, it's definitely the largest free one that we have in recent history. Um, it's 15 bands, all from the capital region. And eight are going to Eight are going to be on the main stage and seven are going to be on the acoustic stage. We have incredible headliners. We have incredible openers. It, it's actually to the point where I didn't know who to put on first and who to put on early because they're all headline. Like they're all incredible. It, it's that was tough. Like what order do we put them in? Um, but yeah, can I, can I run through some of these bands? So, absolutely, absolutely. That's that's why we're here. I, I needed a headliner, right? Like I needed a big name in the local scene, and I wanted, I wanted a good headliner. So I reached out to the Figs, Cersei, and Super Four Hundred, and it was like, if I get one of these, I'm going to be happy. And all three of them were available. All three of them were interested, and all three of them really gave me a really what I felt was fair price and that I couldn't say no. I just couldn't say no to those three bands. So that was how we started those three bands. That's awesome. And um, when all three said, yes, you know, my original intention was to have like a handful of bands and be like one rap, one country, one Americana, one rock, one metal, whatever. And that would have been okay, but it, it wouldn't have been as cohesive. But with those three said it, I was like, okay, we are having a rock stage. And I was like, well, I want to include all the singer-songwriters we have because there's so many great ones. So I said, okay, we're going to do an acoustic stage. And then I reached out to Reese Fulmer, um, who's starting this project called the Forte, um, Forte um, Creative Group. And it's kind of a singer-songwriter cooperative, right? And... I reached out to him and said, hey, can you help me with the acoustic stage? Because Reese has great contacts, great dude, a lot of energy. And he sees that singer-songwriters struggle, you know, like, in, and he wants to do this group, you know, kind of like a support group for each other where they can help each other with gigs, maybe go on, um, share resources. So I reached out to him. I was like, can you help me do the acoustic stage? So he started having ideas for the acoustic stage. And um, and it just started piling. Then I was like, March Madness. We do March Madness every year. It's really big. So whoever wins March Madness is going to be on the main stage. And I said, they're going to open the main stage. That's cool. So, that, so we got side B. And then I was like, oh, we got to fill this in. And so we have Aaron Harks doing originals and everything with the full band. We've got Girl Blue full band. Girl Blue is amazing. But yeah, she's super talented. Yeah, super talented. But with a full band, there is an energy better than Alanis Morissette. I mean, it's she gets compared to all these people, but she's so much better. Um, we've got Glass Pony, what's really the premier jam band, progressive rock band on the scene. And we have Bad Mothers, what's the hottest young 
hard rock band going right now. That's the main stage, right? Cersei, Figs, Super 400, Bad Mothers, Girl Blue, Aaron Hart, Side B, Glass Pony. That's the main stage. Like, that's any one of those bands is a good night out. Well, three of those bands on one bill is a night out. Like, well, I, you know what I mean? Like, that's the thing. <laughs> like, three bands, three of those bands together playing at one night is, is a night out. So. so, Super 400 and the Figs are both in the Eddie's Hall of Fame. Right? And Cersei will be there as soon as they hit 25 years. I mean, like, they are undoubtedly will be there. Those three bands have never played the same stage together. That's very cool. And I'm not surprised that they've never played together, but I'm but it's very cool that they're going to get to play together. So, and then you look at the acoustic stage and I was like, all right, we have so many young singer-songwriters that are so talented. So, you know, we've got Reese Fulmer, of course, who amazing if you hear his stuff, it's it'll blow your mind. Katie Gallagher, who by the way is from my hometown, I've heard from her, but she's up here. She's, she's a local girl now here in the capital region. Um, Angelina Valente, who has the voice of an angel. Oh my God. Great lyrics, but an incredible voice. I don't know if she's classically trained, just, oh my God, it's, it's, you're going to lose your breath. It's going to take your breath away. Um, Josh Castano. Not only a great dude, he's also a teacher in the Schenectady system. Yeah, Josh. Josh is a great dude, talented dude, super cool. So Love he's Josh. Play, he's playing the acoustic stage, and I was really excited to have Sydney Worthley. And Sydney was kind of going to be my headliner because she's growing. She's really becoming a great artist. And then with some shifting around, um, I ended up moving somebody from the acoustic stage to the main stage. Because I thought Aaron Harks might come as a solo, and then when she came as the full band, I was like, "Yeah, I'm going to move you over to the main stage," and that gave me two spots available on the acoustic stage. And I was like, "Who the hell am I going to put between Super Four Hundred and the Fakes that's going to hold interest over on the acoustic stage?" So I reached out to Sean Rao; he wasn't available. I reached out to the Sea of the Sea; they weren't available. And I was. this was late, later in the game. And I was like, I'm going to reach out to Sawyer Fredericks. There's no way he's going to be able to do it for my budget. Because it's a free festival. So right. budget, I'm, you know, if I didn't get sponsors, I'm I'm paying for this. And I, I told Laura this. I said, you know, worst case scenario, we're spending about 25000 out of our own money if we get no sponsors. And she was like, you're going to get sponsors, right? And I was like, yeah, I'll try. <laughs> I was prepared to spend 25 grand out of my own money to make this the right festival. Wow. I don't like doing anything half-assed. This festival is costing well over 25 grand. Trust me. I, I guess you it. really don't like to do anything half-assed, man. That's a, that's dedication. Good for you. I mean, that's, that uh, says a lot about who you are and how you feel about this and your community. That's huge, I was, man. I was prepared. I mean, I, and I ended up getting great sponsors. Frog Alley is presenting sponsor. A lot of people are confused. They think it's at Frog Alley. It's like, no, it's in Central Park. They're just, they're pouring the beer. Um, all the beer will be Frog Alley. And then last minute, I was, last minute, um, Empire Media Group, which they own Putnam Place, and they also own Capital Region Living and Saratoga Living magazines. Yeah. They came through, and they were like, we'll be your stage sponsors. 
and that was huge huge props to them but um i needed it so i went to sawyer fredericks i said here's the price i could do um it's a 45 minute set and they came back and said we can do it as long as we can do an hour like done done he wanted to play longer wow Um, yeah and he put out a great video like about nipper fest like a little fun video nipper fest is his favorite local music festival and i'm excited and he's going to be on a bunch of radio stations interviewing all the bands are beginning to get hit up now for interviews to push it and then I, i told you i had two spaces so um i put him as the headliner now i felt like wow we have a real headliner on the acoustic stage like a big headliner i mean sydney's awesome but sawyer you know he won the voice crazy and then i had one more spot so i was like you know ralph ren has been doing a lot of stuff with nipper town radio he's been doing some good stuff he keeps telling me about all these originals he's writing so i was like we're going to go back and do a little bit of a legend on the acoustic stage and the tradition is opening the stage up. So oh, cool, man. Very cool. You know, so he's going with Peter and Nello, um, Peter and Aria. And so it's actually going to be a three piece on the acoustic stage, opening things up. And I say acoustic stage, but they're really going electric. Um, Cause you know, it's Ralph. He's got to do it his way. Yeah, and plus, and Peter's an incredible guitar player, man. Awesome, such an and such like a bluesy. Like I saw him, I I saw him when we did the uh, the thing in Scatacoke. He was he was awesome. No, he really is, and and Aria is too incredible. But, right. Um, yeah, so it's an acoustic stage, but you know. The first band isn't necessarily acoustic. I think they have electric guitars and whatnot. But Jim, we, when you, when you say you said it's a Central Park, is there like a, an actual address for people that are looking to go, or they'll pretty much find it once they get in the area? When they get in the area, they're going to find it. We're going to have signs up on my okay. banners, and I'm dropping a. I looked at ordering banners and signs, and there's another thousand dollars gone. Nothing. Everything is a thousand bucks. I know it's crazy. Just so everybody, and not to cut you off, Jim. According to Google, Central Park is 500 Iroquois Way in Schenectady. That's what it says. Yes, that is correct. I don't know if that's what's going to get you there or not. I found it the other day. I was going through, and I never came. I was over on Union, and I came through. And all of a sudden, I'm in Central Park, and I didn't realize how I had even gotten there because I didn't realize how, like, in the middle of everything it really is. And it's big. Oh, it's okay. huge. It's it's a huge park, so you're going to have to pay attention to signs because you can get lost. Well, you're going to hear it, right? It, it's In the center of the park is this beautiful amphitheater. It's beautiful. It's great. It's like a mini SPAC. And it's got seating, and it's got a hill with natural seating and everything. Wait until you guys see this. And the sound is unbelievable. Um, this, it's such a great setting. And mm-hmm. so many people haven't been there because they do have a great world music series. Music Haven has a great music series. I mean, just, you know, a couple weeks ago, they had Steel Pulse, and they... They have um, Shamika Copeland coming up. Um, 
incredible, incredible music there, but it doesn't really hit the same people that that profess is going to hit. So a lot of people are going to go there for the first time and they're going to see this amphitheater and go, whoa, whoa, what are we doing? This is incredible. Great sound, um, great space. We're in nature. So I talked to the city and there, there's a big public pool there. It fits a thousand people. It has a thousand person capacity, the public pool there. They're going to have a fully staffed. So if it's hot that day, we're going to jump in the pool. If you don't like a band or you just want to hear the music, if you want to walk around, there's disc golf. There's an 18 hole disc golf um, right there. There's tennis courts. There's a dog park. There's two playgrounds for kids. So this is kid friendly, dog friendly, family friendly. Um, you know, you're also going to have some vendors there, like uh, Above Ground Podcast is going to have a table there with some resources. We are going to have vendors there, like Above Ground Podcast. Um, I think Cafe Lena's coming. Um, our our sponsors are welcome to have tables, and we have a bunch of food trucks, dude. A bunch of food trucks. Gotta have food. We're all waiting for. Yeah, gotta have food, man. That's what we're waiting for. I mean, we have. Yeah, no, we we got kettle corn. We've got Ben and Jerry's, but we have burgers. We have uh, mac and cheese. We have grilled cheese. We have pizza. We have Italian. We have tacos. We have you name it. I think eight food trucks coming. Eight food trucks. Think nine. Nine. That's great. You only see you only see that many food trucks outside the Capitol on on a weekday. That's the only time you see that many food trucks in one area generally, unless you're at a fair. Look, man, right. this, this is we are setting up our own little town. This is this is Nipper Town. Um, I'm the mayor of Nipper Town. I'm going to do it right. <laughs> Jim, it. Good, Jim, Jim, this is great. Like, really, though, like, good for you, man. This is uh, this is really a cool thing. Like, I I think it's going to, you know, it's going to it's it's just going to like uh, what's the word I'm looking for? It's just going to create like so much like connection and it's just going to spiral out and have this like effect and people are just going to be happy all day because it's just a cool thing to do and you get out of the house and, and you know, you really don't have to spend much money at all. No, it's a free festival, you know, like I said, and, and yeah, you can, you, it's a park. So if you want to bring your own sandwiches, bring your own sandwiches. Right. Right. Um, but there will be water. There will be all that good stuff there. Um, stuff to do with the kids. You can walk around. It is a beautiful setting. We have, great security you guys are going to know all the guys from security i have vegas heading it up i hired vegas and he's bringing the guys in from empire live empire. oh awesome oh, yeah nice. so everybody of everybody's like the whole scene's gonna be there yeah <laughs> it is a community thing but you know i was like i need security and i went to fuzz who i i adore fuzz right and i was like who am i going to do for security and he reached out to vegas and he was like i got you and he reached out to Vegas. I ended up talking to Vegas. I was like, yeah, Fuzz called that one. It was right. And so Vegas has security. We have a few SPD there. Um, we're, it, but it is a community thing, right? Like, And that's the wonderful thing. I, I try and, I'm trying really hard to do with Nippertown is it's not about one genre. It's not about five bands. It's about the whole scene. And I'm really we have a good community and we're not we're not in a place where we can argue and fight with each other we have to lift each other all up and and that just means by gigs by you know we have people don't cut each other down 
you know, you have the whole world outside trying to cut you down. In our community, we need to lift each other up. And if that means giving each other space, giving each other a hug, giving each other some encouragement, do it, right? And if you need it, if you need it, stop by the Above Ground podcast table because we'll have all the resources that you need for mental health and substance stuff. But we'll give you a hug. And, and, and free hugs. Free hugs. Free hugs. Free hugs. Free hugs. This is, um, you know. Think, this I is great. I think we're bringing Truman at least, so we'll have a therapy dog there. Oh, awesome! I can't um, wait to see Truman. I got. I'm we, trying to be real cognizant of your time. Oh uh, no, we're we're good. And in, in, in um, I'm sorry, I get so excited about this stuff, and and I'm already thinking about the next Nipperfest. Right? <laughs> and, and, and this is, is going to be the new Lollapalooza. Like, oh, dude, I I. I know who I want is the headliner for next year, and I, but I'm gonna wait, see how this goes, and then then I'm gonna reach out to them. I'm gonna I'm gonna start, even though don't tell Laura this. I know she'll. <laughs> be, but I'm like, this is how my head works. Is like, well, everything on this one is kind of winding down. It's almost out of my hands at this point, right? right. All the bands are booked, production is booked, the food trucks are booked. Um, I I have to shout out to Amy Clemmy. Amy has done everything and above and beyond I've asked to help with Nipperfest. It wouldn't have happened without her. Um, she's on the Nippertown team. Um, I was like, she's like, what can I do? I was like, we need food trucks. Two days later, we had six food trucks signed up. Um, I'm like, I need a logo. She threw the, together the logo. That poster was her and I collaborative going back and forth. Um, and the poster is awesome. The everything like we need this we need the shirts design we need whatever amy has been i she's been incredible um huge props out to her um it is a community thing man you can't do this on one person you can't do this as much as you try to do it as one person you just can't no you can't it does go to bo- it does go to show that we need community and community is super important. And- you know, and the night the, the night before is summer nights down in Schenectady, right? Listen to this week. Listen to this month. So, two weeks ago we had Gem Fest up in um, Glens Falls at the Sure Factory, right? Yeah. Last week we had Farming Man at Indian Ladder Farms. So. You know, so the first week in July, we have Gem Fest. Second week in July, we have um, Indian Ladder Farms. We have Farming Man. Also, great bads, Jagaloons, everybody, everybody killed it. And then we have the culmination, you know, like Nipper Fest. July, if we can make July local music festival, heaven. If you, if at the end of July, if you don't like our music scene, then you're living under a rock. That's putting it. That's putting it politely. You know, <laughs> um, but yeah, man, it's just it's so much. I know I speak. I'm, you know, I'm. I get excited about it, and there's probably some pressured speech and stuff like that. Your but, passion, your passion shows, man, and your love for our scene shows. And again, like we're all very grateful, and like Tim and I are grateful to have this space that you allow us to put this show out every week upon. I, I'm excited that you guys are on Nippertown, and and now we're beginning to build a few more. You know, we're bringing in some other podcasts. Um, 
But Above Ground really kind of kicked it all off. You know, Stories from a Bar and Above Ground kind of kicked off us showing showcasing podcasts. So I have a lot more I want to do with that, like really showcasing the Regents podcast. Here's the mental health one. Here's the theater one. Here's the music one. So like when people are looking for podcasts for the local area, just come to Nippertown. We've got them. You know, we've got all the best ones. We do. Awesome. Awesome. You know, so I just want to throw in that also, you know, Saturday, July 23rd, if you have to work, don't be alarmed because it's going to be going on until 10 p.m. at night. And uh, as Jim said, you know, your, your, your dogs are welcome. Your kids are welcome. It's going to be plenty of food, plenty of drinks, plenty of hugs. It's plenty of music. And it's outside, so we don't have to worry about COVID very much. You know, like, whatever. It's outside. It's it's going to be rain or shine. We're doing it. It's going to be sunshine, but I don't care. Rain or shine, we're doing it. And we're going to love each other, and we're going to love the music. And, mm-hmm. um, and, and if people... After this, if people say there's nothing to do in the capital region, you have my permission to slap them upside the head. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't get where people say there's nothing to do in the capital region. There's always something to do in the capital region. Go to Nippertown every day. Like I said, Mike Stampelli does today's top tips. Every day there's something incredible. Every Absol- day. Absolutely. Okay, so we're airing this. July 20th, right? Yes, the Wednesday. This is the episode for that Wednesday. So, episode so, 162. So tonight, tonight, Rockin' on the River with Blue Machine and Super 400. Tomorrow night, Alive at 5. Friday night, Summer Nights in Schenectady. Saturday, Nipperfest. Those are the next four days. These are the next four days in our capital region. Rocking on the river with Super 400, right? July 20th. Now, if, if you want a big national band, of course, you know, Black Keys are up at SPAC on July 20th. We know that. They're they're up there tonight. But Super 400. And yeah, they are playing. They are playing Nipperfest just three, four days. And Lori called and she's like, hey, can we do this? I'm like, not only can you do it, when you're up on stage, promote the heck out of Nipperfest and tell them to come do the community event. Like, like I'm not going to hinder local musicians from playing. I want them to play. I want them to do this, right? Right. You're going to see me on stage tonight at um, Rockin' on the River promoting Nipperfest. I, I'll, I'll, I'm going to sneak up there. I, they either let me up there or I'm going to jump. We're going to go promote the local. <laughs> um, tomorrow night, again, Alive at Five, another great series in Albany. We'll be there. We'll have a tent. We'll be promoting Nipperfest. But we're really promoting all the local scene. And then Friday we'll be at um Friday we'll be at Summer Nights and that's in Schenectady. Yes, they have better than Ezra, but they're also gonna have Hasty Page and they have Sly um Sly Fox and the Hustlers. So they have great local bands there. And then the week culminates. Uh, we will see everybody on Saturday. Come to the Nipper Town booth, say hello to Laura, say hello to Truman, right? And um, and if you see me running around, just stop me, grab me, give me a hug, give me a high five, give me a fist bump, whatever you want, but come see us at Nipperfest. Awesome, awesome. So we always finish up this episode with three questions. So I'm going to let Timmy ask the first one. 
Jim, do you have a favorite or a least favorite word? Okay, my favorite word is probably heart. It's what I start every wordle with. You know, wordle is five days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so for me, heart is throwing your heart into it. You, you love. It's everything. You got to have heart, right? You do it. Do it with heart. My least favorite word is but. B U T. You, my kids will tell you that was a swear word in my house with them growing up. B U T. Because whatever comes after the word but is an excuse. There is nothing. <laughs> Like the but is to me the most foul word in the English language because whatever comes after it is an excuse. Those are my my favorite and my least favorite. Excellent, man. Excellent. Excellent. Um, I always improvise this next question. I've been improvising this next question based on what we talk about and things and knowing you and Laura and stuff. I'm curious to know for yourself. You just got married recently. Um, I'm a, I think for the second time. It is for the second time, yeah. So what I want to know is what is the difference between you then and you now? Is there one thing that's that stands out for you that you can, like for us us people out there who have been married for very long or getting married, that you can, is there any advice? Yeah, so for me, I kind of figured out the time between my marriages, I figured out who I was. And I figured out what I liked and, and who I was as a person. And I think you need to be in a relationship where you can be yourself. You could be your authentic self. And the wonderful thing with Laura is we don't always agree. Of course, we don't always agree. But she loves me for my authentic self with all the little quirks and the issues and the ADHD and my anxiety and everything else. And I love her for all of her quirks. And all of her stuff and her incredible cooking um, and her kindness. and But she could be her authentic self. I could be my authentic self. So when we come together, we, are we don't lose who we are. I'm still Jim, right? You know, like this young notion of love is, oh, the two of us, we become one. Like the benefers of the world or whatever, right? No. A good marriage, a good relationship is... Yes, you're together, you're committed to each other, but you can still be individuals and you can still have your own identity and you're just better together. You're not one, you're better together. And, and that's my advice. That's awesome. That's Damn. Awesome. Wow. Jim's that's dropping. dropping bombs. If, if we didn't have another, if we didn't have another question after that, that would have been a mic drop, but that, geez, that was great, man. That's I, I agree with you. I think uh, you both are lucky where you are and you're lucky to have each other. You're both great people. Oh. This this I'm, I'm it's just awesome man thank you i'm incredibly lucky to have laura yes yeah she's awesome she's full yeah. of knowledge so the last question is did you have something will no 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 okay i didn't know all right i'm sorry i didn't know if i cut you off that's the only reason why i asked if if there was something that you could do or that you would like to see done for mental health as a whole without any kind of restraint what would it be yeah so Mental health needs to start young, young. So, you know, we want to put all this money into people when they're older and whatever. And we, we spend all this on, um, we spend so much money on incarceration and imprisonment and the prison system. And 
what I think the imprisonment I think our penal, our judicial system is a result of not giving proper mental health at a younger age. So if we take some of that money and we invest it in kids at a young age and we really foster and, and invest in our youth, then a lot of those problems that lead people into drug addiction or crime or those type of things will go away. And it's just reinvesting our money, reinvesting our resources from dealing with an issue way too late and investing that money early, early on. Let's take care of our kids, give them hugs. And can you tell that I'm married to a social worker? But but I do believe this in all of my heart. I think I've believed this for a long time. And just being married to Laura just reinforces it because I can see the earlier you hit a kid, the earlier you hit a kid with this, these um, not hit with like physically, but hit them with the um, the resources to feed them. You know, how can a kid thrive if they're hungry? You know, they have fear. Give them hugs, kisses, give them a safe environment. We need to invest our time, our energy, our money into the youth. That's my answer. Awesome. Awesome. Thank you. And so a much. damn fine answer it was, buddy. Thank you, brother. Thank you. That's great. That's right. So this Saturday at the Central Park Music Haven, it is Nipper Fest. Jim Gilbert, we can't thank you enough for being here this morning, man. We can't, I can't thank, you, thank enough. you guys enough for this. You know, uh, my favorite episode is episode 142, of course. Right? <laughs> of course, with Laura, of course. So so when you're done listening to this episode, go listen to 142 with Laura D. She is a wonderful woman, wonderful wife, wonderful um, community member. So I, I, I love that I'm married to somebody who's so passionate about her field because she understands why I'm so passionate about what I do. Awesome. Awesome. Thank you so much, Jim. Uh, Timmy, another another good one, man. Another good one. So we hope to see everyone out Saturday. Rain or shine, family-friendly, pet-friendly. So many great acts. Uh, Above Ground Podcast will be there. We uh, can't wait to see everyone. Free hugs. Come stop by. Until next week, get well. Be safe. Stay. Above. <laughs> Thank you for giving us a listen. New episodes every Wednesday. If you listen on Apple Podcasts, you can share, rate, review, and even subscribe so you'll never miss an episode. Other ways to support the show? Follow us on social media. Share the content. Share our episodes. You can also buy us a coffee at buymeacoffee.com forward slash above ground pod. For further concerns, show ideas, or just to say hi, you can email us at abovegroundpodcast at gmail. Once again, thank you for listening and supporting mental health. Keep the conversation going and stay above.